0: Welcome everybody to our very first episode of Mentor IT Podcast. My name is Cristina Lasagni and I am passionate about creating a Mia role model for the IT workforce to help anyone accelerate in their career. Let's crack on! (music) Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Help Mentority, our podcast. And the episode of today is uh, Assertiveness Rocks. So we have a special guest today, which has been a friend of mine for several years now. We started in Cisco together. Well, I was starting. She was already a rock star. And uh, her name is Maya Drinic. And um, she's Director of Solution Consultant North EMEA at VMware Today. So, thank you very much, Maya, for joining.
1: Thank you, Christina, for inviting me. It's exciting to be here today.
0: Amazing to hear. So, I thought of um, this topic for you, Maya, because um, we've been talking in the past of our coffees that uh, assertiveness is mainly a um, taboo topic. And uh, the common uh, thinking here is uh, assertiveness, it means uh, uh, somebody that is uh, not likable right so many especially many women try to get away from being assertive for fear of being disliked however uh, not fe- not being assertive can have serious serious consequences so according to um, acuity training um they define assertiveness as individuals feeling like they can reveal their point of view and opinion at work So it's nothing to deal with not being liked. Their survey um, also discovered that 55% of the workers believe they miss out at work due to not being assertive enough. And 79% of younger people under 35 think they really have missed out at work because they haven't been assertive enough. So this percentage increase as we are talking about younger individuals. So the first question I have for you, Maya, is um, how do you see this scenario, this data reflected in your own experience as a professional and and as a diverse candidate in
1: IT? So if I look at my own career over the last 20 years in tech, uh, I definitely would not use uh, word assertive to describe myself, especially in the first 10 odd years before I went into into management role and and started managing people. Um, Some of it comes from from the experience or the lack of. Some of it comes with roles and responsibilities. Um, And some of it is gender-based, in my opinion. I do, in my experience, see a lot more assertive traits uh, associated with men rather than with women. Um, I I also think that some of the assertiveness can, can... be mistakenly it can be mistakenly uh, thought of and and really uh, associated with with a grit with conviction um, and I do see for some of those more experienced uh, especially diverse candidates women in in management position I do see that as a as a crucial trait to success definitely something as an important trait especially as you go higher up the corporate ladder
0: i was wondering wanted to ask you uh you've been raised in south africa is it true yes you raised in south africa yeah how, but your your parents are from serbia yes yeah how was living in south africa with serbian parents did you experience from a from a compliance perspective how how have you been raised because south africa are very chill and are very no yeah,
1: yeah. I think when you move, uh, w- 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 and and you move from a country to country or a different cultural continent, um, when you when you're trying to settle in, you're trying, I think, by default, to become more compliant so you can settle in, uh, uh, fit in with the society, which is an important skill as well. But it it I think it's also important to be resilient as well because you would lose part of yourself if you completely try and become something that you're not. And um, that probably uh, it's an interesting point. That's probably something that made me more compliant than I, you know, and, and made me what I am today um, than, than maybe if I stayed in one place. But all the moving and um uh trying to fit in and settle in probably uh did make a difference on the compliance side as well. But at the same time, I think it made me much more resilient and adjustable to to different experiences and situations and probably um, when it comes to uh, um, navigating obstacles, uh, you know, navigating them and finding opportunities and opportunities for growth where people would think of them as a setback.
0: Um, I have seen assertiveness, as you say, right, more at the higher level of a company as opposed to the lower level you know i think as you say it comes with experience and everything but we were saying earlier assertiveness is not your strength, but it's a muscle that you need to exercise and you acquire with with
1: time but i also think that if i look at the word assertiveness and if if it's associated with a female it's always associated in a very negative way almost like a bully with with a with a, Unfortunately, with men, it's mostly somebody who knows what they want and and somebody who gets things done. So it's in a much more positive way. So that also makes me more conscious uh, in flexing that muscle that necessarily isn't there for me. It isn't my default behavior. So
0: you it's not just saying no for the sake of doing, of being assertive, right? Difficult, I mean, yeah, yeah. That is not the point. I think we as women, we have a specific way where we can be assertive and we can be very clever about it. One of my mentors, she showed me, she taught me a way of being assertive without being aggressive. And is framed that no. What happened? How did that situation make you feel? And why made you feel like that? and what you want to get out of that situation. And you will be surprised how many people will never say no when you get back, because you frame it in a way that is constructive, as opposed to saying... It's so important to be assertive, but constructive in the way you're doing that. And there is a difference between being a winger or being assertive, as in being constructive. I want us now to associate this concept from being assertive to being constructive and i want to do this experiment for 20 days and see how how our minds are going to work that's a great idea it's just a matter of perception i on the i'm on the other side of the spectrum i think i'm i'm very assertive i'm the other way around so sometimes i need to learn to back down um but absolutely i think it's a muscle that you need to develop and you develop with age because naturally women don't tend to be assertive assertive just because for the because of the way that our brain is architected or our experience more or less they get accumulated especially here in Europe I'm talking about Europe because I know other part of EMEA is is a bit different. I'm thinking, Europe. yes, I mean cultural differences
1: play a huge role in that, which which is another element. And i mentioned that that's an important one, especially when you work for a multinational, the whole cultural level element of 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 working across different cultures and what is assertive in um, in some other cultures is completely non-assertive or very normal kind of behavior in the others. Yes, that definitely does create a lot of conflict and fine navigation skills, I'd I'd say that for sure, (laughs) yes. Right, and that this
0: misperception of that's not the point, the point of the assertiveness and is, you know, to step up for yourself, to voice your concern. And what I was reading is actually is a fantastic point that assertiveness also boosts your confidence. Because you get more exposure to things, more exposure to fight for what you want is obviously a muscle and develops critical thinking. I don't know if it ever happened to you, but to me, early in my career, there was this manager that was, uh, that always was telling me. What to do and what was wrong and, you know, like what I should do better according to his view, right? He didn't take into account that I could have a personality or I could have an opinion or I could have had a different experience. I had a better idea of how to do this or that, right? So I was passively getting um, the whole story, right? So the whole feedback and... um and in my brain, there was nothing. Say, Christina, what do you think? Why don't you tell him what you think, right? Well, now when somebody speaks to me, I'm like I find ten thousand different ways of why what they're saying. I don't buy what they're saying. It doesn't mean that they are not right. It means that I have a different opinion or a different way of looking at things, and that is actually beneficial for the business. So, did you have a moment specifically in your career where you said, when you realized the importance of being more a critical thinker? Uh, When talking to your colleagues or reports or your peers in general? I
1: came across points in my career where I was actually, uh, I found myself on on a spot where I was held responsible or was respond was perceived to be responsible to provide a solution, a fix or sort out an escalation for something that was completely out of my uh, responsibility uh, and uh, completely outside my remit. And it was in those moments, a couple of those moments, uh, that, that I, I started developing more of a resilient, assertive, critical thinking mentality and way of doing things it didn't happen immediately at all it actually happened after quite a lot of kicks and bruises uh, and setbacks but the critical thinking part uh, happened it it comes after the experience and also it comes after the uh, you give yourself a, a permission to challenge some things to suggest things, to actually speak up and 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 actually say, oh, actually, I didn't understand that. It is so common, I think, especially when you start on your professional journey, not to ask any questions because you think you don't know anything and everything sounds really new and different and you think everybody else understands. But for me, it actually comes from the points where I say, actually, uh, excuse me, I didn't understand that. Can you clarify that question? And can you clarify what that means? And it was always those kind of Situations that that uh, gave me gave me an edge and a, and a different way of thinking, uh, thinking out of the box, and actually seeing things differently, but also uh, finding solutions where where others couldn't. So there wasn't a point, a specific situations. It was probably a set of them. Um, but they came, they didn't come first thing. they came after setbacks. And I think setbacks are extremely important.
0: So you mentioned that you had setbacks
1: and bruises. I don't know how many times you've
0: you've mentioned
1: that. Yeah, so i I, I started from being an individual contributor to managing a team of fifteen. Hmm. And that is a huge shock to a system, right? Um uh, it wasn't just managing a team of very of fifteen uh, um, a great. Engineers at that point in time, I have to say, and it was it was a really big business, complex business. But it was a time the time I joined. There were a lot of issues with specific product solutions, and I ended up being the voice of the vendor, the technical voice. So I would be brought in on technical escalations to pretty much take the beating on uh, on on whatever is, was was failing or wasn't working properly um and and being very um naive and inexperienced at that point in time i i would try and fix it myself and and take the blame and absorb all the uh, negativity and the criticism quite a lot of it was misdirected it, it took a bit of time before i realized a it doesn't have to be me because it it, it isn't really my fault but b it, I I needed to be much smarter on how to uh, how to provide the uh, the fixes, listen to the customer, bring more people in in terms of those who can actually influence the roadmaps. The But also uh, the way I dealt with it as well, because quite a lot of them were actually phone conversations or conference calls. And in my experience, those were never, ever the best way to deal with with an escalation or an angry customer. Um, I've learned that actually meeting people face to face made a huge difference, but also understanding some of the their frustration and and actually being able to provide some of the answers before meeting them wa- went a long way. But also just saying no, it isn't really my fault. And I'm not going to be the <laughs> the fall guy if you know it, it is quite a few of us and we all go in and we all take the beating, it isn't just me and it and it just I because I think I'm a fixer. I fix the problems, and I went in with that mentality. So it was a growing. It was definitely a, a growing journey. It was very stressful at the time.
0: I think it's uh, this. This explains a lot because you said you're a bit of a fixer, right? So it means that you are compliant. We are fixing. You try to do things yourself. So I think that's the other important point that I want. That I also you know wanted to bring up, which is. Being a fixer doesn't mean that you have to do everything
1: yourself. That's a very important thing. And it takes a while either to somebody tell you that or for you to realize that uh, that it doesn't have to be you, just you to fix everything. There could be other things, other people involved as well.
0: And being a fixer, it doesn't mean that you have to, you be have to do it yourself. You have, exactly. no, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that you have to be compliant. As in somebody tell you fix it and you go fix it. Sometimes you can say, well, actually...
1: You don't have to be the truth. I I think it's important to be assertive, but being assertive in a constructive way, so not just you know saying no for the sake of no, and for your own resilience, uh, mental well-being, you have to learn to be more assertive in a constructive way. Another observation: this is a bit random,
0: if you want. But um, I was on a plane, and I was traveling with my kids and my husband, and I was bored to death. Because it was a four-hour flight with nothing to do on board, and I was uh, looking at the magazine of my <laughs> my neighborhood of my neighbor back in the seat, right? And she had this amazing article about how we have this uh, industrialized education. So society educates us all the same. We follow the same courses. We get only the good grades if we do what they want us to do and this is how we are we are byproduct of our education right yes we all have to think the same if we want to think we want to be great marked as uh you know with the best marks and best grades
1: these
0: because women tend to be more compliant because of the education that we receive at home at least back in italy i'm italian right my cultural background this is how i was raised to be compliant when they go back into the society, right? I was a very good student. That was the one who always did the homework. Very good at school. Everybody loved Christina because Christina was very good at school. But then transport. when it when I got transported into the adult work, this means that I also had the tendency of um, kind of buying the products that they, all the marketing agency and advertisement were pushing down to me, right? And here we can go back to the aesthetic model the way you look, the way you, die, you 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 wear your hair, the way you dress, right? And and I found that in this article we're saying that women are more susceptible to these kind of messages because we tend to be more compliant. So it's super easy to push down on on women specifically, models, role models that the society imposed for us. Not necessarily what you want it to be our role model. So the you know, like this ties back the the, the goal of this talk to the goal of this podcast is to propose new role model and, and show people that we have a choice.
1: Yeah and you raise a very good point. I mean the whole formal education the more I look at it um uh I, I and I I I now because I you know with the time we we get new graduates, new interns and so on. And um and you think I'm not really sure that the formal education that it is right now, it actually spends a lot of time and effort in, in, um, getting the, the new, uh, generation, uh, workforce. Um, it spends way too much time in on academic side and not enough on the resilience on the interpersonal skills on the adaptability on emotional intelligence and, 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 not just the academic side, but this whole compliance thing, you need to do this, you need to think like that. So the whole critical thinker, thinking out of the box, that creativity side is actually stuffled in the development. Um, You will get less and less creativity thinking out of the box and and, uh, just more more, more, um, creativity that isn't going to be there. And it's so badly required in the workplace it is not having many of the same. It's having many of very, very different points of view, um, different ideas, different backgrounds. It's that that makes the company or the business very successful, not many of the same.
0: And you touched on a super important point. I think you said that one of the best thing that we should teach to the younger generation, to the people that start now, the workplace, in the workplace, is the power of your network. I think having a diverse network of people for diverse, for geo for gender for experiences for job title for whatever you want really helps in your assertiveness in your as in critical thinking because you just know what you know right you don't know what you don't know so if they always told you that the apple was green you never will think that the apple can be can be bred right it's as simple as that so I find that having that
1: support network around yourself really helps your critical thinking and bouncing the ideas off understanding different points of view uh seeing things from a completely different perspective uh makes a huge difference absolutely huge and i think one other thing a piece of advice for those early in careers they often think oh yeah what do i know i'm I just i'm starting my professional career i don't have the experience or the exposure that some of my colleagues do but you have a completely different perspective, a fresh perspective um, and, and experience in many other things that, for example, some of the other people don't. Uh, and You know, that I for, for sure include the um, digital age um, awareness and, and uh, social media experience and things like that. And there's so much more, there's so much that, that, that you can bring to a organization. So don't think for a second that uh, that you don't have much to offer.
0: Absolutely. Is there any recommendation to your younger self or to the people that are listening to us in order to develop this muscle or start thinking about uh, developing that muscle
1: for their own? Yes, there's there's probably quite a few things that I would tell my younger self. Uh, the list actually grows as I get old, older. Uh, but one of the things I definitely would would um, tell my younger self is to be less compliant some of it is due to upbringing uh formal education academic education um uh, uh, where you know y- there's a lot of focus on academic academic achievements but very little on your resiliency your adaptability uh the emotional intelligence so the one thing that I would definitely tell myself is to be less compliant to challenge things a bit more to and to stand my own you know stand my own guard, Round, but do it in a very constructive way rather than try and then be something that you're not and you think that oh by saying no uh, that's it I've now I've become assertive actually that's not true and I think it's so important
0: especially now right with uh, working from home and having to juggle with so many different things including having home. the boundaries
1: and respecting your own boundaries and others respecting it as well absolutely
0: well, Maya, we are at the end of our session. Thank you ever so much for your time. Uh, I think it was a great pleasure having you. Thanks for
1: sharing your experience with us. Thank you very much for having me on this podcast. It was an amazing experience for me, one of the first. So, thank you very much. Happy Assertive Day to everybody. Thank you. See you. Bye.